Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The cage. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube, we are live outside the cage. We might look a little different. We look very different. If you're if you're seeing us on your screen, we hopefully maybe we sound different too. You know, got a little a little pep in our voice. But we are here. We are live. Shout out to the Grid Network. Shout out to my brother Eric with all the merch already. How are we feeling? I'm feeling great, baby. I just can't believe that right now I'm talking and these words are already on the internet. Like <laughs> my last sentence is already out there, so we really can't slip up now. Y'all are no, about to hear the pressure everything. is really on now. We got a great show lined up for y'all today. We got Fight Night Recap. We got It's Pay-Per-View, Fight Week, UFC. 288? 289? 288? 288. 288, Henry versus Aljo. You know, of course, we're going to get into that. There are some other big things that went down this weekend in the combat fighting world. And then, lastly, we're going to finish off with, unless you've been living under a rock, it was NFL Draft Week, a special time of the year. We're going to do our own draft, UFC Champions Edition. But first, we have to talk about the main event this past weekend, Song Dong versus Ricky Simone. Mm. Song Dong puts on a master class, finally gets the finish in round four? Round five. Round five, yeah. I was going to say round five. Yep. Gets the finish in round five. But before that, was walking his way to an easy, easy decision, I believe. Um, gets the win via knockout. What do you think about that one? Yeah, bro. I mean... When you go for the finish, when you're already winning in the fifth round, that just shows that you are out there to finish fights and that you are a dog because he probably could have coasted to a decision, like you said, but he chose to do the opposite. And now he's inserted himself right back in the bantamweight mix. I've heard people saying that he's the dark horse of the division now. I feel like there's probably about five or six of those, but he's one of them. Man, just impressive, dude. Just showed that. He was in that Corey fight. I mean, we knew it. It was the cut that ended it. Corey probably was winning slightly, but, man, I was impressed by this guy. I had predicted Simone to win in the later rounds. Yeah. but I think, nope. like, one thing that I learned, like, that this shows is there's just levels. Like, yeah, I think, like, we have a lot of these fights where, like, it's a guy like Song Dong that's fighting a young Ricky Simone who's kind of, like, the up-and-coming guy and trying to get a, like, feel for where he's at. Kind of saw the same thing with Gaethje and Fazeev. And it's just like, there's different, there's different levels. If you're not ready, you're not ready. And so Song Yudong, Justin Gaethje, guys like that, like they're not ready to give up their place in the rankings. And shit. I mean, you have to take the fight, but I mean, it's a good test. But when you lose, it's like, damn, like Song is really who we thought he was. He's not ready to go yet. 100%, man. So what are you thinking next for Song? I know we were, we were throwing some things out there a couple weeks yeah. ago after 287. 
mean, we kind of predicted this, you know, we kind of, we were kind of in the situation, but after everything kind of fills it out this weekend and I kind of digged into the rankings, got my matchmaking bag a little bit, I'm going to go with Peter Yan. I think Peter Yan deserves a striking matchup. I think Peter Yan has kind of got the bad end of the draw in matchmaking this past couple fights. So past few years, I think, yeah, yeah, I think this, I think, and it's, I kind of look, for, I like to look for fights for where like if whoever wins, it puts them on a pedestal or it, it, you know, speeds things up for them. And I think that's a good fight for them. I think if Peter Yan wins, Peter Yan shows he's still a top four or five cemented guy. And if Song Yudong wins, I think he puts himself right in the title contention. Hey, low key, Peter's kind of been the trampoline of the bantamweight yeah. division the last few years, huh? You fight him and then you just bounce way up yeah. to the top three at minimum if you beat Pete. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then the other one, the one that we had kind of been hyping up for the last couple weeks was Rob Font. Just two guys who both beat some really solid contenders where they were, Font and um, Song were both underdogs in those fights, even though they were kind of the more established guy in the division. Same situation, like same situation. Same situation for Font. Yep, both underdogs. So let's throw them in there. Let them fight each other. But I mean, how far? Okay, so Song Yudong and Rob Font fight, or Song Yudong and Peter Yan. Let's just say Song Yudong and Peter uh, and uh, Rob Font for now. Like, how close is the winner of that to a title? That's the thing is, I feel like they would still need to fight a Peter Yan or someone yeah. like that. So if you're Song Yudong and they offer you Peter, you're 100 percent gonna take that over Font. Yeah. So I think probably I think probably one away, the winner of song and font yeah but i don't know that's it's tough in that division that's the thing in a normal division you'd definitely yeah. be one away but bantamweight speaking of bantamweight we have the bantamweight crown this weekend this saturday mm. newark new jersey My henry, Ciduho, henry Ciduho coming back triple c to regain his title versus aljamain sterling it's it's real it's happening henry's here so I know I know we don't have you know we got our official predictions this week later in the week but where are you leaning right now and what and if you had to make a prediction right now what are you thinking and what are your thoughts on it? I changed my mind one more time and I think it's the last Henry the Little Man Triple C Cejudo. That's my pick. I think we'll see if it's still my pick on Thursday, but for now I'm rocking yeah. with the. Triple. I think I finally I don't want to say, but like I think I seen I've been reading a lot of stuff and. I think I'm going to rock with Aljo. As of now, I'm going to rock with Aljo. You know, countdown. I'm going to try to not let countdown change my mind a little bit. Try <laughs> not let embedded change my mind a little bit. But I don't know, man. I just, I seen, I seen a stat that really got me. It was like guys like over 35 that like took such a long layoff off. They're like two and 33 or something. And like the only one who's one is like Woodley. I just don't no. know, man. Like, I just, I think they're so evenly matched. And even off Vegas, off Vegas, I, mean, I haven't checked the lines this week, but last time I checked, it was close to like a pick em. So like, and I just think so. Basically, Vegas is saying they're evenly matched, and then I just think that if you're telling me they're both evenly matched, give me the guy who's fought in the past four years. And he's younger, yeah, yeah, bigger, taller, longer. I just think that Cejudo, he's on that John Jones level of game planning and fight IQ. Yeah. That's what's scary. Yeah. yeah, I just it's think a perfect, it's a has... perfect matchup for him mm-hmm. coming back for perfect matchup coming back for him. Because Aljo's number one way to win is in the grappling department. Yeah. And Henry is 
maybe the best wrestler on the roster, just pure wrestling right now. Yeah, I think like this matchup for Henry is a better matchup than Sirogan was for John Jones. Whoa. I think matchup wise. I think Sirogan was a bad matchup. I mean, it didn't matter because John Jones is the GOAT, but like I think matchup wise, this is the perfect matchup. If you look at the top five in the Bantamweight division, probably other than Marab, they're all good matchups for Henry. Yeah. Facts, dude. Cause I, I think I think Henry takes his chance with any wrestler in the Bantamweight division, any wrestler in the world. He's an Olympian, he's a gold medalist. He doesn't want to see young sugar though. No, he doesn't want to see sugar. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that's gonna be an exciting time. For the bantamweight division, it's been a while since we had some clarity in there. Yeah, finally. Yeah, even after the TJ fight, people were saying people were giving excuses for TJ since he got hurt, saying Aljo didn't really win that one. Aljo, bro, Aljo's like, it's tough. Like every win Aljo has, it's like there's something, there's something connected or an aspect for every win that he has. Yeah, even the the second Peter Yon fight, majority, I'd say eighty-five percent of people agree that he won that fight on the scorecards, but. He didn't really hurt him in the yeah. fight. He was just kind of on his back the whole time. Like not like Islam and Volk, but kind of similar. Yeah. Just like a no, he for fight. sure like doesn't get the respect he deserves for like every win there's something with it. TJ was hurt, but I think he beats TJ anyway. Um yeah, Peter Yan, the knee obviously, and then they said it was the second fight was close. So yeah, I mean this is a big win for Aljo. I think if Aljo wins this, I mean, I know he kind of talked about uh, winning this, defending it against Sugar, and then going up to um, going up to forty five. But I mean, everyone has that plan until until you don't. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I'm 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 really ex- what I'm really excited for and like really happy to see is bantamweights getting a main event. True, it's been a while since they. Yeah, were it, it's. Headlines. I don't know. I mean, like bantamweights, we agree that it's probably the best division in the world right now, and it's. They still co-main, they co-headline like this. I'm really excited for like they finally get the fight they deserve. Like, cause this is a this is a true main event. Yeah, I think it's a shout out to the whole division as no, well facts. because just Henry and Aljo. It's not like either of them are mega draws, but I think everyone just wants to see who the champ of bantamweight is because bantamweight is such a great division yeah. right now. So. Yeah, shouts to our favorite division. We probably talk about them more. Definitely talk about them. It's like there's always so many storylines and so many questions in the division. It's like, like fuck, like we can have a whole show every single week on the bantamweight division. Would Aljo? I mean, he'd have a strong argument for the bantamweight goat if he were to go out there and do what he said he was gonna do. I mean, we all know for sure gets in that conversation. We all know he doesn't want to get into that alley with O'Malley, but we'll save that yeah. for another day. People probably are sick of hearing me talk about him. Well, we but. can't wait for that card. Be on the lookout for our preview show. We'll dig deeper into that, dig deeper into the whole card. We'll have our official money and betting picks for that one. Um, this past weekend, though, there was a lot of un-UFC-related fight news in the fight world. I think one um, one event that stole the show was Bare Knuckle. We had Chad mm. Mendez versus... Um, Alvarez and we had Mike Perry versus Luke Rockhold. Um, I watched, I did not watch, I watched the, I watched the highlights of Mendez Alvarez. I did watch the full Perry and Rockhold fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like we were talking earlier, shout out to Bare Knuckle. They really stole the show for the weekend. Um, what do you think about that? And what do you, what do you, what do you see in the future for Bare Knuckle? Bro, I mean, I heard Eddie Alvarez say this in the post fight presser, which was really dope, by the way. It was just Eddie and Chad Mendez sitting right next to each other, passing the mic back and forth like they're best friends after just beating each other's faces for three rounds, which is dope. And 
Eddie said that this reminds him of what the UFC was like 15 years ago. And I mean, yeah. obviously he's going to be a company man because they just paid him a shit ton of money. <laughs> but I see it, dude. They, oh, yeah, they yeah. have a good thing going on. I like the circle because there is nowhere to escape in there. Yeah. Like if you want to get out, you're getting right back into something. We saw that with Luke yeah. Rockhold. Mike Perry was just walking him yeah. down. Just body, 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 body. Yeah. Head. You see the picture of Rockhold's teeth? Yeah. So Luke Rockhold and Mike Perry. Mike Perry wins via knockout. Um, I, we we kind of said it like in the beginning. I guess kind of disrespectful to say because like I would fucking wouldn't want to be there either. But like I just feel like Rockhold did not want to be there, and he said it after the fight. Like I'm done with the bare knuckle shit. To check that like, one off. You the gotta list. be a different animal, bro. Because I feel like if that's in an MMA setting in UFC, like just the last time we seen Rockhold versus Costa, I think he beats Mike Perry in MMA. But like that bare knuckle shit, bro. Like that just perfectly fits mike perry for what he does and like i think that's that's why like, he has success in that in that organization he's undefeated three you know um we did get it never seems to go away Conor mcgregor walks into the bare knuckle what do you want to call it a circle faces off with mike perry um says on instagram he's gonna come to bare knuckle if if it happens it happens but um what would you would you like? Obviously, I'm not even gonna ask this question because obviously we know the answer. But like, what would you think about Connor and Bare Knuckle? Gosh, bro. I mean, I don't think he wants to mess up his face like that. Yeah, and mess up his hands. But dude, can't count Connor out because he wouldn't be fighting if he didn't just love this shit and didn't have a couple screws loose. Because yeah, he's made more money than 99% of businessmen will ever make in their life. So. Yeah, man, you never know. I'd like to say it's probably around a a five percent chance of it actually I think, happening. I think Connor, the businessman, I think if he does a bare knuckle, it'd be on his own promotion. Ooh, like a McGregor bare knuckle fight. Yeah, no, like I just think he would just like, hey, like I'm gonna fight so and so, like bare knuckle. We're gonna do it on our own. Like I don't think he would do it like in an organization. He wouldn't. He wouldn't make enough money, like That's for what he would, if he would do it on his own. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. I want to know how much Bare Knuckles paying because they were making it sound like I heard they did. I heard they did a million gate from my sources. They did a million dollars with gate. Nice, not bad. Yeah, dude. Shout out Bare Knuckle. It's good but to bro, have like, competition. Yeah. It's good to have someone keeping the UFC on their toes, hundred yeah. percent. Because sometimes you know, not lately, not lately, but yeah. there were eras where there'd be a month or two span where we're like, come on, now that's the it's the best y'all can do for us. Yeah. But, do you like uh? That's what I was gonna ask you. Do you like the boxing setting, or do you? What would you like to see, like at least kickboxing? Bare knuckle, dude. I'm. I know you and me. We both hate the tie-ups. We're yeah, just, we're greedy just, fans out yeah. here. So the tie-ups definitely. There's tie-ups in kickboxing bad. too, though. So yeah, I, yeah, I just true, feel like what like since I watch UFC and MMA so much, like every time I'm watching something else, and there's a tie-up, even if it's two seconds, it feels like it's so long. Yep, and it's like, man, if this was a real MMA fight, I would be a takedown right there, a knee in the corner. Or they just wouldn't, or, or they wouldn't even do it. Yeah, because so many, so many times, that's what they do when it's their last resort. They just yeah. hug the other guy. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, life. we wouldn't go into the clinch. Some people wouldn't go into the clinch if they didn't like. That doesn't. You don't clinch that much in in UFC. No, they don't want to. Yeah, unless you're Charles or something like that. But he's yeah. very, very comfortable there, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, I, I get it. Like, they kind of want to keep the focus on like people punching them with their bare hands so you kind of wouldn't want to do that. i mean i don't yeah. like it I, I i watch it i will continue to watch it it's got to be big names for me though i i don't know why bro like it's something about like i can watch ufc and mma all day bro but i cannot watch like 
even like on Twitter, bro, when I see like street fights, like I just cannot watch that shit, bro. I don't know why. It's like something in my brain that like just tells me like, cause I, cause I guess I, like we talked about before, I look, I look at like MMA, like an art. So it's like watching like an artist and like, it's just crazy. But like, yeah. but, like when I see like street fights or like shit like that, it's just hard to watch, bro. It's Cause they're not trained. Like someone could die and I hit just, their head yeah, off. Bro. The like, people, people would think like, I like seeing people get like kicked in the head and shit. Like yeah. I really don't. I just like when it's MMA, like, cause I know how like that shit's like set up and like, it takes a lot to set it up and it's like different Safe. shit behind it. It's just like yeah. chess, but like, I, I don't know, bro. That's why it's hard for me to watch like the bare knuckle shit. But when, it, when you got big names like that, I, my I, I hands hurt it. when I'm watching it, bro. Yeah, I don't I'm know how they hands. don't break their hands because fighters with gloves yeah. on break their hands in a lot of fights. Probably 30 I would love to know like the commission, how the commission's feelings on that too. Like, what is the? Because I know a lot of times in UFC, like the commission will give them a 60 day recovery. You can't fight for 60 days. I would imagine it's more in fucking bare knuckle. Yeah, dude, with the hands, and even if you win the fight, broken hands yeah. probably. It yeah, takes a different. They're definitely it's on the right track. Type of person. I didn't watch too much of the like actual um, fuck. What would you call it? Like the actual stream. So mm-hmm. I didn't really get to see like what they do when there's not fights going on. I know you said that they kind of move quick, and that yeah. and that was good. They move where, really where, quick. Where, where was the fight at? It was in. Mm. Honestly, I don't even remember, but it was a cool arena. They had sick walkouts yeah. with smoke and everything. But yeah, they were just going fight after fight after fight. It would literally be the guys would walk out and then they'd start the music for the next guy. So yeah, it's just like no breaks. Shit. I was kind of I was watching on my phone because I was at the Dodger game watching the GOAT Clayton Kershaw put a put a gem out there. So I wasn't fully invested on the couch, but I rewatched when I got home. And yeah, dude, I messed with it. They're trying to do something different, not showing yeah. hype videos, just fight after fight after fight. Cause you can't just try to copy the UFC or have the same exact template as them. Yeah. So, so one thing watching that, watching that made me think, what is your, we got two, we got two choice. We got two picks here. I'm going to ask for two questions here. Not two questions, but you got two matchups for your dream bare knuckle fight matchups. Hmm. This one, this one took a little thinking because right off the bat, it's like I want to see some guy like Sugar fight anywhere or Max, but I don't know, dude. It's gotta I think be like some crazy motherfuckers. That's what that's I'm the saying. Thing. Like if they yeah. got in there, probably broken hand. You know, they're more yeah. technicians. So for my first matchup, this one, the age is a tiny bit different, but let's just imagine they're both in their primes. We got Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier. Mm. Just a boxer just an mma boxing dream matchup right? I feel like i favor nate in that shit bro. bro i feel like dustin's crazy but he's not fucking like you gotta be crazy bro i think dustin's got a little crazy to him i remember seeing some videos when he was younger with the buzz cut on this yeah, documentary yeah, yeah. they had of one of his gyms he was a little he was kind of one of those screws loose guys who seemed like yeah. a little bully in the gym so okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think he's got that deep down from... Lafayette, Louisiana, the hillbilly, as Connor said. I feel like too, like you're either gonna you're either gonna fight or flight in that shit when that shit comes on. And I don't think Dustin's and I don't think Dustin's gonna run. Bro, Luke really flew 
Yeah, <laughs> he said i'm done even mike was i think dude at first i wasn't watching with sound so i thought i thought it was like a nut shot and they nah, stopped bro, i seen the body shots like and i was like fuck and then he backed away and i was like oh he's just tired of getting fucking hit can't blame it mike just walks away he's like yeah <laughs> bro mike is hilarious he has a lot of funny moments yeah but yeah putting on for the country of the whole country of africa so nice. that's pretty sweet for him um oh yeah so nate versus dustin for my first matchup you know me always jumping around off topic and then for my second one it's kind of a little casual fan matchup right here but it would be a banger nonetheless let's go five years in the past and have masvidal versus conor mcgregor bare knuckle we know masvidal is about the bare knuckle action because we've seen it in the backyard, yeah, Timbo Slice. Facts. And McGregor, he's about it, as it seems. So Too slicey for him. There's my other one right there. That would be a – just the promos for that. I mean, yeah. in any organization. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if they do that, they can do that on their own and not be a part of Bare Knuckle FC. That's game bread promotions or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it's also like I feel like they could make the same amount of money if they did a boxing match. So I was like, why the fuck would I want to break my hands? That's the That's thing, tough. dude. Like, I don't know yeah. what the draw is to bare knuckle for those guys who can make close to it boxing. Uh, I guess. Can they, though? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably only the top, top boxers. If bare knuckle starts to gain... But I don't know, dude, because I've seen Masvidal, like, Masvidal boxing, like, game bread boxing. They paid all, uh, Jose Aldo, like, 400K? We'll so see how long they can We will see how long they can do that for, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those promotions, I know they'll they'll pay they huge off, money at first. Like, when's the last time you heard about Eagle FC? Yeah, that's true. Remember, that's they happened. had the Dream Broadcasting team. They had Chael and Henry and Usman, I think. And yeah, Kevin maybe, Lee was Kevin Lee was debuting at the 165 division. Yep, and then now we haven't even heard about it since. So, fight promoting, it's a hard thing to do. I know people yeah. bag on the UFC for not paying their guys enough, but they're there every week. You really think those guys on the early prelims are generating fifteen, twenty thousand dollars worth of revenue? I mean, maybe I'm not a I'm not a business nah, analyst, no but I wouldn't assume so off the top of my head. No, no chance. All right, let me get to my matchups here. I got some good. I I'm surprised and surprised you didn't pick this one here. Like not this fight, but one of these guys. So my first matchup is Derek Lewis. Versus Alistair Overeem. I want to see some heavyweights in that bitch. Yeah, I want to see some heavyweights. I think, yeah, someone would for sure die. I don't know if that one gets cleared, but I just think that one ends quick. And I just think I would love to see those dudes just throw bare hands. Is Alistair, is he in the USADA pool? Or are we talking no No. USADA for Alistair? No USADA. Oh, if he's no USADA, he might win right now. Yeah, Yeah, dude, that is. That is Uber him, right? So that, that's that's one of the ones where it's like, bro, I couldn't watch that shit. That's just too scary. That would be some tension right there, bro. Yeah. That would be nuts. That'd be dangerous, real dangerous. And I don't My think second. you can have a Derek Lewis versus Francis style fight in that setting just because it's so small in there. Yeah, they'd be like, they look really big in there. They would probably take up the whole thing. Yeah, that'd be over in the first round. Either way, I like that. What you got My for your other fight. one? This is my favorite one here. This is my favorite one because I think both guys are fucking really crazy. Nate Diaz versus Justin Gaethje. Whoa! I think There's no way Justin wouldn't throw. I think like bare knuckles is the perfect place for Justin Gaethje. 
He can't can't do the leg kicks though is the only thing. But yeah, dude, his like, just his fucking, chin, I think both those dudes don't go to like they don't get finished. So I think we see a full three five round fight of dudes just teeing off on each other. Kind of like Mendez Alvarez, but even yeah. more. Yeah. Oh man, I like those. I Come think on. that's I think Nate Diaz and Bare Knuckle versus Justin Gaethje is the matchup for real. I think that's the one that people would love to see. And they could definitely – I could see there being some funny press conferences for that too. Gaethje's, yeah, not, Gaethje's not like a huge draw on the mic, but he'll he'll talk a little back and forth. I but I don't even think that one needs to be like – we've just – because like, like Alvarez and Mendez, like they're not huge draws, but like we've seen them before. And I think that's why it works in bare knuckle because like we've seen those guys before and it's like, oh, I'd, like, I want to see them fucking fight bare knuckle. Like I don't think you yeah. – I, I don't think in bare knuckle you have to act, like be really great on, on the mic. Yeah, like, I think I think Nate Diaz and Justin Gaethje's careers like speak for themselves. So I think like them fighting, they don't even need to do a fucking press conference. They can just fight, and we're gonna watch. I agree with that. Did we talk about Nate's New Orleans altercation at all? <laughs> no. What do you think of that? I think it's fucking it's Nate Diaz. Like I don't know. Like it just knows. Like when I seen I, it, it was just like, oh yep, that's Nate I Diaz. Sounds about right. Of, no, but he I mean, was tripping all day. Like he was. You see him throw the water bottle at the guy. That was the same day? Yeah, same night. <laughs> like, bro, he just can't be out in public. He's fucking too many screws loose. Bro, I I wonder how he is when fans approach him. Like, if they're like, yo, Nate. Like, if he's like, get the fuck I think I just think he's fucking, like, I don't know, bro. I think he just, you never know. It did look like that guy went up to him kind of looking for trouble, though. Because Stop. He went up, okay. Bro, he he was like this, but, all right, I heard, I heard the wise Sugar Sean. He was saying, if you walk up to someone like this, you could still go poof, poof, really quick. Oh my god! So, that's not a. Oh, we're just assuming that every time, like every time someone does that, we're just like, oh, you're trying to fight. That's a. That's a. I don't have a gun. That's something you do if if you're in a gun no. situation. He but... was trying to like. He wasn't like this. He was like, hey, like calm down, like we're good. It wasn't yeah. like this. And then I didn't watch it, but someone said in a slow mo breakdown, the reason Nate got the guillotine, the reason he was able to, is because the guy changed levels to shoot for a takedown, and. That guy, it turns out that he's an amateur fighter or a low-level pro. So yeah, he's yeah, not just yeah. some Billy Bob off the street. He definitely yeah. knew who Nate Diaz was. And he's a YouTuber. Yeah. What better? I mean, we're talking about him right now. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know it. But you know me with my conspiracies. No, I just I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, you can't let the person throw first or whatever. Like, you want, but like, oh, he didn't have to be in that situation in the first place. What, what oh, dude, like, I see both sides. The dude walked up to him. Like, don't walk up. He Nate wasn't really trying to start anything. I'm sure he would have, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know how I feel about Nate, bro. So it's just, like, what? It, like, it's fuck it. It's just Nate. Yeah, his lawyers will get him out of it, though. Yeah, I yeah. Think, he's, I think there's some statement that they were good, so we chilling. Yeah, yeah, he's good. So this weekend, we had the NFL draft. Did you like what your Giants did? I haven't talked to you about it. Did you like what the Giants did? I loved it. Jalen Hyatt in the third round. Balitnikov award winner. Still got still got the route tree to develop, I think. But yes, dude, I'm big on the Giants. We got a center who's a five-time all-academic Big Ten oh, whatever big of the year. Smart guy. I've heard that's huge at the center position because they're yeah, like I, the quarterback of the line. They're I they're like calling it. stuff out. So yeah, and then we got a DB. He'll be alongside the great Adoree Jackson next year. The great Adoree Jackson. Adoree Jackson's great now. Dude, wow. I saw him live at USC when wow. they played Notre Dame. He That's had a crazy. We live in a world where Dory Jackson's great. He is a great athlete. He almost made the Olympics for long jump. He's a really good sprinter. 
Olympic, he's an Olympic track star. He's a really just not a very good football player. His first round DB. This is his third contract, second or third contract. How many average average NFL career is like six months. No, I, okay. We just we can say he's good. He's not great. I don't think he's good, but you we can't say great. The USC great. Okay, I, um, I get it. But anyway, that made me think. I want to do some drafting. It's not time for fantasy football yet, sadly, but we're gonna draft. Here we have one, two, three, four, five, eight champions. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the men's side, we're going to take four each. UFC champions draft. We're just going off pound for pound. Like if you, if we're going, if we're going to a dark alley. These dudes are pound for pound. Who we want with us? That's that's how that's how we're gonna rock. So, I'll be nice, brother. I'll give you the I'll give you the first pick. Who do you got for us? You're on the oh. clock. Why? Thank you. With the first pick of the draft, Team Eric selects none other than the goat, John Bones Jones. Even if he is 35. He's the GOAT. Last night I watched the Ultimate Fighter season with him and Chael, and I was just re-watching his IQ and seeing how smart that dude is. He's just put on this earth to fight and beat the shit out of people. Cement's the number one pick for sure. Yep. Would have been the number one pick 10 years ago, still is today. Yeah, literally. Insane. Yeah, literally. My next pick, you know where I'm going to go. Give me the last style bender, Israel Adesanya. What else to say? I mean, putting himself in the UFC Mount Rushmore, best middleweight of all time, coming off the biggest win of his career in the biggest rivalry in one of the in one of the biggest rivalries in UFC history. No one better. No one, no one more box office either. No one more box office. Sells out Madison Square Garden. Then he comes over, does more money in Miami. Yeah, I forgot about that. What else? What else? What else to say about the man? So give me Izzy because I'm gonna win fights and I'm gonna sell tickets. So give me Izzy. Mm. The last style banda. I can't believe I'm getting this guy in the second round. I'm going way down under. Yeah, I got fucked getting, getting the, the toothpick, but it's all good. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, whoever gets one and three is really chilling in this draft. Yeah, yeah, it's all, so, good, it's all good. Alex Volkanovsky, that's my second pick. It could has a strong argument to be the first overall pick on, on this draft. Pound for pound especially. If we're counting him as a featherweight. Yeah. Sheesh. He's an animal. Not really much to say. His nickname's The Great. He lives up to it. He's great. He's fighting Yair International Fight Week. We'll be there. Boots on the ground. Let's Facts. go, baby. So, you know, my team, we got to counter that. So, give me the guy who, by UFC, by, by the record books, by the record books, no quotes. It's in the record books, in the proof. Give me the guy that beat him, Islam Mahachev. So, you know, after two rounds, I have Izzy, you have Islam. Or I have Izzy, I have Islam, you have John, you have Volk. Only Man. one who's won a fight, who fought, is Islam. So technically, I'm up. So give me Islam. Shit. What about John? Yeah, I'm John and Izzy haven't fought. We, we don't know how that go. Oh, oh, between the two of... Oh, I'm we saying don't know like how all the guys go. we have, only two have fought. 
Yeah, I think, I, I, think I know how that one would go. But pound for pound, no, pound for pound. You can't talk about it. We don't know. You can't, hey, know. you can't talk about things that haven't happened. All right. Oh, we do. I feel like we do a lot of that on this show, hypotheticals <laughs> and shit. Right, cool. Your turn. <laughs> With my third rounder. I'm gonna see where you're gonna go here. It's interesting. I'm going to your home country. I'm taking the flyweight, Brandon Moreno. I like He's it. He's one of the, maybe one of the longest champions right now, and I don't really see anyone beating him for the time being. So. That's right. I kind of he's young. He was the only guy in the top 15 pound for pound list under 30 years old back when we back when we uh made that video, top 5 pound for pound yeah. in 2025. So, yeah, Moreno future's bright. I don't think it's the toughest division in the UFC, so he should be able to run it. I like it. So, we got left on the board, Aljamain Sterling, Leon Edwards, Jamal Hill. I'm going to go I got I got I got 155 and I got I got 185. I'm gonna continue to go big here. Let me get Jamal Hill. Mm. That was gonna be my pick. Yep. I think Jamal Hill, um, same as like kind of like you were talking about Moreno. I think he holds the belt for a while. I think until we get Yuri back or until we see what Pereira does at 205. I think I like Jamal's Hill's reign at light heavyweight. And again, I think we got someone here who's box office too. Yeah, he's a good uh good on the mic too. Funny social media videos. I think he could definitely start to become a, a mainstream star. With a couple yeah. more defenses. I like that. So through three rounds, I got John Jones, Alexander Volkanovsky, and Brandon Moreno. And Dimes has Israel Adesanya, Islam Makachev, and Jamal Hill. Sweet so, dreams. In the last round, I am going to take None other than Leon Edwards, the Brit. These are, I don't know, I think they're in the last, I think they're both the last two picks on the board because they'll probably be the ones defending soonest. No, no, I I don't don't, know. Leon didn't get booked for England. I don't think it was that for me. I just, I don't know, like the other guys better. Yeah, I think Leon's, I think he's less vulnerable than Aljo. Not by a lot. By, so that leaves me. So that leaves me with Aljo. So I have Izzy, Islam, Jamal Hill, Aljamain Sterling. You have John Jones, Volk, Moreno, Leon. We'll clip that up. Get the, get that up on the socials. See which team you yep. like more. Mind you, I got I got a bad draw. I got a bad pick. I had to deal with. I had to move an Uber my way around. You know, I had to trade back in the drafts. Get get some guys late that you know. So I'd take I guess we could have done a, a snake draft. That probably would have been a little more fair, low key. Yeah, definitely. Because now I, I didn't even think Izzy. about I that. Izzy and Volk could have been in hell. See the first two picks. <laughs> See, look, I think you're only better than me at your first two picks. Say, okay, so I think you're, I think you're better at John Jones and Volk than I am in Izzy and Islam. But the thing is, Islam's beat Volk. So if that's the place you're better at, and I want to know there, because I think Jamal Hill and Aljo is better than Moreno and Leon. Yeah, some people think Volk beat Islam. We don't, we don't have to talk about. We that can't part. talk about what people think or what could have been or what should have been. Like this ain't, this ain't could have been records. This is this is what's happened, and in my record book, in in my Google, in my phone, it says that Islam beat Volkanovski. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all we need to know. I heard they changed the Wikipedia in Australia. If you go and look at yeah, it, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. And I'll give you, I'll give you the your last two, Jamal and Aljo. 
I don't know. I still like Moreno and Leon personally. I think Moreno's I think Moreno's more established than the other three like guys. He gives me a little boost, but yeah, Aljo does have more defenses than Leon. I'm, I, I know it's pound for pound, but you got a small roster. You got a small pound roster. Pound? Wow, I do. I didn't realize I have uh Yeah, but John, I got the heavyweight champ. <laughs> yeah, facts. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so because you know. say we're say we're doing like a four v four, I guess I would have to do John versus I don't know. What if there's a magic pill John's you could gotta, take? John's gonna take them all. Leon's gonna take Izzy. If there was a magic pill you could take where it makes them all the same size, how would you match how would you match up against my guys? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think the only mismatch problem we have is John Jones. I think Islam matches up with Volk. I think Jamal Hill and Leon and then Aljo and Marino. Yeah, so I might get the edge. No, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll scheme something up. Facts. We could run some simulations. Yeah, one-on-one one game. Speaking of schemes and one-on-one games, I got to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, my favorite player of all time. And my favorite player of all time is not even close. My favorite player for the past 10 years since since – not even since I've been alive, just since since, I think Rondo. since his first MVP, since his first final, he's been my favorite player, cemented. But like these past couple of years, I've really been like harping on like this dude's the fucking best player in the world. And I truly believe he's the best player in the world. Steph Wardell, Wardell Stephen Curry drops 50 in a game seven, most points in game seven history on the road in Sacramento. Ain't no fucking being getting lit from the beginning of the game. Just a heroic performance. He won a game seven with Kevon Looney being his second best player. We didn't get shit from Clay. We didn't get shit from Wiggins. Draymond was Draymond. Jordan Poole was on his bullshit. Cause that cause you already because bro, I as a Steph fan, I hear it all. We win a big game. Oh, save the day, Clay. Oh, Wiggins. Oh, you guys have a good roster. There was none of that shit, bro. So there was no no nothing no one could say. There was nothing no one could nothing. say. Clay was fucking two for eleven, fucking throwing up heat checks, 0 for seven. Missing free throws. Wiggins missing layups. His second best player was Kevon Looney, bro. Like Looney was great. Like it's it's crazy to me. Like, and I shouldn't get mad at it because ever because like they're finally starting to realize. But then I just, I think I just get mad because like you're barely realizing. Like they're talking about we really got to have the conversation of Steph being top seven ever. Like, bro, like that's that's fucking been like it's Five not even close. Sure. We got to have the conversation of Steph being the best point guard ever. It's not even close. He's been the best point guard ever. Like I just don't. Like everyone's so behind and they don't get to appreciate the greatness that comes with it every single night, man. Like they don't understand. He hasn't lost under Steve Curry. They haven't lost the Western Conference Finals, a Western Conference playoff matchup. No way. Steve Kerr's 16 or no in Western Conference playoff matchups. The only time Steve Steve Kerr's lost is in the finals. Golly. It's just greatness, man. And people really need to start respecting it and really starting to appreciate it because it's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. What else does he have to do? I already said, don't like t- to me, my my like 
I was complete when they won it last year without without KD. That was that was complete for me. And I said last year, like, don't let us win it this year. But like, <laughs> I'm gonna say it again for like probably the hundredth time on this show. Don't let us fucking win it again this year. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you to talk, bro. Sorry, I'll go out all day. So you can tell me what no, Austin. I love hearing it. You can tell me how Steph great is. Go ahead. He is great. He's one of my favorite players as well. I mean, you can't deny the fact that he changed the whole game of basketball. I think before he was in the league, it didn't really matter if your center could make a three or not. But now just about everyone has to be able to shoot because they see how valuable that man in his play style is. And I also heard about that little pump-up speech he gave after well, game six. That's I don't always hard. talk. I don't always talk, but I'm going to say something. We need I, yeah, we, we need that in the dock, huh, Come on. in 20 years from now? Bro, but you saw the bad body language from Jordan Poole on the bench in game six, you know, on his usual bullshit. Like you said, I was I was thinking, shoot, is this the beginning of the end? No. But Steph said, I'm putting this on my shoulders. We're either going to win with me or we're losing with me tonight. And he just he said, went put all put dirt. all the emotions, put all everything aside. If you don't want to put it aside, don't get on the bus. But if yeah. you get on the bus, I'm taking that as you're rocking with me and let's go to war. And he puts up 50. I just want to know. I don't think it would have made that much of a difference because he was unstoppable. But did you find it weird that Mike Brown totally went away from Davion Mitchell? Like, didn't even try to put him in there to slow down stuff? Hey, I said it, bro. Like, we tricked game six. Game six was a terrible performance. But, like, I was still like, bro, like, game seven, they haven't been there before, bro. They're going to shit their pants. And that's what happened. And that's what happened, bro. We've been here before. I said it all series. We're down 2-0. I said it. We've been here before, bro. Like, I'll take our chances in a big game. I'll take our chances in game seven. Like, I'm not worried about it, bro. We got winners. We got dudes with championship pedigree. Our coaching staff's been here before. Like, I'm not worried about that. The only person who's been there for them is Harrison Barnes. And I've seen what he's done in game seven thousands of times. Trust me. Hey, Herder. Herder on the Hawks. Trust me, bro. Like, I've seen this story before. I've seen this story before. But now we get our matchup. Now we get our matchup. And shouts, shouts like, shouts Stefan Braun, bro, because these dudes are fucking, these dudes are goats for real. Shouts Stefan mm-hmm. Braun for being able to play at this high level, knocking off two young teams in Memphis and Sacramento. So shout out Stefan Braun. This, this is going to be a master class performance, master class matchup. Bro. I think they gave us, in my opinion, in my lifetime, they gave us the best finals ever uh, when Braun won in game that's seven. Hard. That's hard. No, that, but... that's the best finals ever to me. The Heat Spurs was close no. for me. Bro, being down three one and coming back, that, that was the best finals ever. That's the best, I just, and, 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 I, and it's and like I'm saying that and we lost it. Like that's the best finals ever. Every like tell you, I can tell a, you where I was for every single game. Don't you think though if Draymond didn't get suspended, it's over in five or but six? That's like part of the storyline. And like the storyline yeah. is like what makes everything so great about it. Like it was the best fucking finals ever. Like that, like it was just uh, so much shit, bro. Like no one's scoring for two minutes. LeBron gets the block, like Braun and Kyrie combining for fucking 70, 80, whatever the fucking was. Like, fuck, like that's Fair just... It, yeah, just and you had you had uh, Kyrie and Steph going head-to-head for seven yeah. games. That was goaded. Kyrie really held his own in that series. That was cold. Kyrie was special. Still is, dude. He's so, one of my uh, favorite so I, I players out there. I know y'all predicting... I know you're predicting you to win. How many, how many games do you win in? I don't... Dude, I freaking... The Lakers... I feel like you guys are kind of like this too. Sometimes we're unbeatable and sometimes any team in the league could beat us. Just the way we play. So, I don't know, dude. I kind of think Looney and Draymond might bully Anthony Davis pretty badly. 
But it just depends which Anthony Davis shows so you up. You not have you guys winning? Is that what I'm hearing? You got you, you don't have yourself winning? No, Lakers in seven. Okay. Okay. Fill it. What do you so got? You're gonna win game seven in Chase Center? Yeah. Just like LeBron did uh in twenty sixteen. Okay. I feel it. I think words get the job done. In five? In five. Are you gonna be laying anything down on that? No, not at all. No. <laughs> I might look at a series price. I haven't looked at the series price yet. I'll lock in tomorrow. But no, I just think, I don't know. I think where we have the strong advantage is I think we have, I, I just don't think you guys have an answer for Steph. Like I think the Kings had bodies to throw at Steph. I don't think they had certainly like guys, but they had bodies. They had Davion yeah. Mitchell, Keegan Murray. Davis. Um, yeah. Terrence Davis came in, gave some good minutes. But like, I just don't see other than Vanderbilt and possibly a Schroeder, like Schroeder, who you guys threw yeah. on him. And then I think, too, like we've seen it in a lot of these series. Like it's all about adjustments, and I fucking do not trust Darvin Ham to make adjustments. That's what <laughs> it comes down to for me. Like we, I think we by far have the best, the biggest coaching edge like in the series mm. that you could possibly Over have. Spo? <laughs> all right. No, because I like, I like Thibodeau defensively. I think Thibodeau does a lot of stuff defensively, but I just don't see what Darvin Ham does much. Yeah, I, I I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I don't know ball like I don't know ball like you do, so I can't really tell what's the coach and what's the players that easily. But I do hear a I lot. I want to see what Darvin Ham does in, in, a lot in the pick and roll coverages. I want to see how he how he how he makes adjustments to that. It just seems like he's a leader of men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> leader of men. That's like. a good thing to have on the top of the resume. But can't wait for that series. We got the main event pay per view two eighty eight. Aljo versus Henry this weekend. We will be live on Thursday or Friday. What you want to do, brother? Who? To be determined. I gotta check my schedule. Our live show, complete preview, every fight on the card, betting advice, betting picks, round totals, anything and everything y'all want. We've been hitting on a pretty good clip. I'll throw y'all a juicy parlay. You know I'm coming with the play of the day, so be on the lookout for that. Got anything else to add? And also, yeah, we're going to start a little competition with y'all, the listeners. So if you guys have been listening to the show, you know for most cards we give our play of the day, our parlay, our underdog of the day, and our snipe of the day. So if you guys want to start leaving those down in the comments before a card as well, I could cook up a little Excel sheet, keep all our stats. Whoever wins might get a little merch package sent to them for free something cool uh, like that and that shit can so, i win yeah, it you know, just in the spirit can of i enter shit. yeah you could enter okay yeah anyone could enter as long as you must be over 21 and live in a qualifying state oh exactly so we, got, we got to put the we got to put the fine print right here on the bottom yep we'll get that and yep sh- big shout out to the grid as well all of this that you're seeing on the screen right now would not be possible Without especially Barry and Ryan giving us lots of mentorship through all of this, answering any questions we have. I'm sure we've been bugging them a little bit, but hey, we're learning pretty soon. We'll be able to yes, do sir. it. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody. My brother, thank you for all this. Couldn't do this without you, as always. That's a wrap. Our first episode on the grid. We'll be back. Thank you, yes, everybody. Sir. And if you guys like this merch, these hats, these polos, shirts, you can go online. We'll put the link in the bio. It's probably already there on the Grids YouTube channel. But yeah, six shirts, great prices, great quality. You can customize them so you can make the logos however big or small you want. You could 
do whatever with it. It's like it's just like an art that you could just paint on with outside the cage logos. So yes, sir. Be sweet. That's right, everybody. Thank you. We're out. Doses. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.